Welcome to Grace in the Shadows. This is Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, hello, everybody. Hope you are doing well today. It's a little chilly where we are today. Just a little nippy, a little rain, a little gray, but we've had some really pretty days. So we'll we'll take it. We'll take it. Yes. We need to give a quick shout out to Birmingham. England. England. Yes. Thank you so much. We have quite a few cities that listen to us in, in England you know, and uh, that makes us happy. Besides the United States, mm-hmm. we Australia, England, yep. South Africa. South Africa. Yeah, there are top people. And some Germany in there. Yeah. Really uh, pretty pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. You can check us out at Grace in the Shadows You can text or call 251-244-4645. Or you can email us at Dr. Jonathan at Grace in the Shadows Well, I'm just chomping at the bit to know what kind of uh, jokes you got today there, Dr. J. What do you call a pig that does karate? Karate chop? Pork chop. <laughs> I actually laughed and didn't say that was too cool. I had half of that. Okay. What else? What did the left eye say to the right eye? Oh, no. I have no idea. Between you and me, something smells. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Well, here are some interesting (laughs) United States facts. There are over 5,300 universities in the United States. Did you know that? I did not, but that uh, That's doesn't a lot. surprise me. No, that is a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. We like to indoctrinate. I mean, the United States loves to uh, teach <laughs> lots of All right. Um, the first traffic light in the United States was built in Cleveland, Ohio in 1914. Oh, interesting. Yes. And the United States is the only country to have five major climate zones. They've, we've got marine, hot, dry, mixed, dry, hot, humid, mixed, humid, and cold, very cold. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So tropical, dry, temperate, continental, and I like it. polar. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So what's our topic today? We're talking about the Lord's Prayer. Oh, nice. Which really is not the oh, Lord's Prayer, oh, but the Disciples' oh. Prayer. You want me to sing it for you? No. I'm kidding. Okay. No. But you can read it. Matthew oh. 6, 9 through well, 13. Okay. Fine. You don't want me to sing. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not to temptation and deliver us from the evil one. And then uh, uh, the version I have mm-hmm. ends, and I think this is correct, for yeah. thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And mine did not. So we'll go with because yours. Because you were probably using that NIV. I was. Yes. I, I like the King James version a little bit better of this one. So, well, yeah. other ver- you know, anyhow, I don't want to get into all that. We may get in a little bit of why that's left out. But yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that the evidence points that needs to be there. Absolutely. I agree. Uh, So we look at this prayer. Okay. And, you know, uh, being a former Roman Catholic, uh, we used to say, Our Father, Bart in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And we would say it over and over and over and over. Right. And we would say, That's the Lord's prayer. Right. And even though the Lord said this prayer, uh, it was an example. The disciples said, Lord, teach us how to pray. Right. 
And so the Lord really is 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 using this prayer as an outline, mm-hmm. not to keep saying it over and over because he said it, although it's a good prayer to right. sing and Absolutely. you could even quote it. Mm-hmm. But he wants us to use it as an outline uh, to pray and also as a way to check on, check up, give us a checkup on yeah. our spiritual well-being. To check our hearts. We need to, we need to do those spiritual checkups, I think. You know, uh, we should, especially as we get older, mm-hmm. uh, get a checkup from the doctor. Well, that is true. You know, we yes. know the blood pressure, mm-hmm. cholesterol, yes. uh, BMI, oh. uh, all yep. that stuff is important. Is important to every yeah. now and again to get checked. Yeah, you're right. Well, Jesus is giving here in this prayer mm-hmm. uh, that he's modeling, right, and teaching the disciples a way to check our hearts. Yes. Yeah. Important. And so the first thing he says here in this manner, he didn't say this is the prayer you pray word from word verbatim, mm-hmm. in this manner, like this. Mm-hmm. Um, our Father in heaven. Right. What do you think when you hear our Father in heaven? <sighs> well, it's it's who we're speaking to. We're talking to God the Father. We're speaking to our Daddy, who is there for us for every need. You know, prior to this, um, Judaism uh, and for that matter, all the other world religions do not call God Father. Oh, you know, I've never thought about that. It's personal. They just call him God. Yes. Little G, of course. But As a matter of fact, the Jews didn't even call him. They, they wouldn't had, even say his name. They had to make up a name. They combined right. uh, two Hebrew words. Yeah. In order to be able to say God's name without saying his name. And even when they were writing the Bible, when they would write his name, they would choose a different pen, swap pens out to write it because to honor him. And not a lot of people honor God's name nowadays. It's thrown around like a cuss word. It's awful. So, you know, it's interesting when people curse God, they Mm -hmm. don't say, oh, Buddha. Right. Or GD Buddha. Right. Uh, yeah. Buddha GD. Right. Or they don't say uh, Buddha Christ. No. Or Muhammad Christ. No, they don't. Or Allah Christ. No. They say Jesus Christ. And that that really does show, uh, I mean, I, it it's awful to hear. We, we know that. It's awful yes. to hear. It's blasphemy. But it does show to the world that, well, he must have power. His name has power. Subconsciously, everyone right? knows he's God and Lord. Right. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. That's why in Revelation it says, even when God is raining down his wrath, right. they will still curse the God of heaven. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. they know who's God. They do. They know they who's God. Him. They just won't admit it. Yeah. But they do know deep down inside. So our Father, when we look at our Father, we we this tells us another thing. Not only is he personal, but that uh he it's we recognize him and, and are privileged right. of being a son, of yes. being a child of God. It is a privilege. It is and it gives us an intimate relationship with the God of the universe. Right. Right. Um, Also in heaven, Mm. he says in heaven because that's where his throne is. Yes. It's, it's saying that we remember not only is he father and he's Mm -hmm. personal, Mm -hmm. but this personal God 
reigns from heaven and is sovereign, yes. is holy. Over everything. He, yeah. Yeah. He's the God in Isaiah 6. Holy, holy, holy mm -hmm. is the Lord God of hosts. You're right. The whole, whole earth is full of his glory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this prayer also, our father, what do you get there? Why don't they say my father? Is that not true? Huh. I've never thought about that. My father? My father. Our father. Why didn't he just say my father? Is he saying that he's not my father? No. I, maybe this is more of a collective prayer than a personal prayer. Or am I all wet? Well, no, I think you're, 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 you're right. But I think it also, you know, God does not want lone Christian, lone ranger Christians. Right. He wants Christians that are going to be a family. That's true. And so he's not just my father, although he is. Right. But he's our father. It's communal. Mm -hmm. it's, it's family, familial. Well, you think back to COVID and how everybody was isolated and everything like that. Satan was trying to drive, you know, people apart and isolate them so they wouldn't be saying our father. And there was no one before Jesus that said this. Right. Father. Cool. Yes. Yeah. And you said that was a big deal. I mean, the Pharisees, that's one of the reasons they nailed him to a cross. Right. Because he made God his father. Yeah. Which meant in that time period that uh, he was making himself equal with God. Yes. Yeah. Uh, John chapter 1, verse 12 says, uh, Yet to all who did receive him, this is Jesus, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Amen. So we have direct access and we can call God Father. Yes, we can. Because Jesus, what he did on the cross. Amen. I love that. Also, being him being a father changes our identity. It does. Uh, we're just not some beings down here. We're not even animals in the mm -mm. sense. Mm -mm. Because we are personally know him as father. We are his children, and we are tied to him through that relationship. You know, we have the right, you have the right, because he is your father, to come in his presence every single day. Mm. Um, you know, it, there's a very famous picture of President John F. Kennedy mm. uh, sitting at his table in the Oval Office and John Kennedy Jr. sitting under the desk in the Oval Office yes. when his father was president. Right. To the world, he was a president, the most right. powerful leader in the world. Yes. To John Jr., he was dad. Yeah. He had direct access and identity in his relationship with his father. Definitely. And I love so that. do we with God for the Father. That's awesome. Yes. Yeah. That mm. was a pretty interesting pick. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. It I do. Y'all have to look that up and go look at it. It's a really cool picture and you can just picture you can just think about in your mind how that's like God with us. Yeah. Hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. What's that mean? Well, first we're admitting that he is holy. And that his name is holy and that we should respect him. And we're pointing out that he is the true God over the world. The yeah. only God. Right. I mean, he is father. He is personal. We could even call him daddy and be yes. correct because right. Abba means daddy. Yes. Uh, but he is holy. Holy. And he is, he is separate from his creation. Right. But yet he is inter 
interpersonally right. uh, intimate with yeah. it as well. He's woven into it yeah. because he created it. And so the right kind of prayer here gives us a passion for God's glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we're checking this in our hearts, we're looking at God in a very personal manner. Right. We're looking at God as a sovereign, holy God. Yes. And, and that we're looking for his kingdom to come. Right. On earth as it is in heaven. That's good. And, you know, we're not seeking to promote our will. No. We're not seeking to promote our personal agenda. Right. But we're seeking his will, his glory, mm-hmm. for his honor and right. his praise. And that can be hard sometimes. It can be. It can be. We're acknowledging his holiness. We're acknowledging that he is in control. And we're also acknowledging that we trust because he is in control. And like you said, that is very difficult at times, especially those of us who like to be in control of things. You know, I mean, I'm not a really controlling person, but I like to know what's going to happen. I like, right. I like to have the game plan. I like to know, okay, X, Y, Z is going to happen. And God doesn't always work that way because he wants us to have faith in him. So this prayer is acknowledging that we believe in that and we are clinging to that and we're going to honor that. And, you know, that's easy to say in our comforts of the uh, big affluent country, affluent and right. compared to others. And um, But when all hell breaks loose. It's difficult. Uh, it's difficult. It is. It is. You look at Job. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Uh, you know, he Poor lost Job. everything. He lost everything. Uh, matter of fact, in, in our standards, uh, they would have said that he did something sinful. Right. Of course, yeah. he didn't. His no. wife said, curse God. Right. Yeah. And uh, I believe Job was looking at this. Matter of fact, he said, you give and the Lord gives and the Lord takes away. Yeah. He was basically saying God's will, mm-hmm. not mine. And when he said that at the end, he said, blessed be the name of the Lord. And that's exactly what uh, kind of uh, worded differently, but right. similar to what Jesus is praying. Yes. Cool. And we have to want that. Yes, we do. And yes, seek do. that. Um, what's done on earth as it is in heaven. Mm-hmm. What's that mean? Hmm. That's a tough one. Well, we're, we're acknowledging that God puts things into place. He thinks about it, I guess, in heaven, and he puts it into place on the earth. You know, God is sovereign of all. Yes. Uh, but sin and evil is not part of his plan. It is part of his plan. He has allowed it. Right. But it's not his perfect plan, and it's not according to his character. Yes. It's called his passive will. Yeah. It happens. He doesn't like it. Right. He's going to finish it and overcome it. Yes. But it, even it is working for his glory, for our good. Definitely. Um, so what we pray here, we're praying that basically for Jesus' second coming right here. Mm-hmm. We're praying that God will come back and reign during right. the millennial kingdom yes. and bring peace. There's no more war. Mm-hmm. There's no more evil. Mm-hmm. There's no more disobedience. Right. There's no more death. Yes. And when what we're praying here, what Jesus gave the example of is that, come on, Jesus, mm-hmm. set up your kingdom, your, right. your, your visible kingdom, so that uh, we can have a, a glorious, perfect, holy, uh, good yes. kingdom that you originally wanted. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? That makes total sense. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, we're ambassadors. We, we're really uh, not citizens of this world. And no. We're no. ambassadors for Christ. What's we an ambassador are, do? An ab- ambassador represents Christ. Uh, you're representing him 
and um, you're either representing him well or you're representing him poorly. Um, you're representing who he is to the world. Yeah. You know, you, that's right. And we're sharing a message. Yeah. We're sharing a message of uh, from God. Mm-hmm. We're spokesmen for God about we are. the gospel. We are. About how to have true peace. Yes. About how to overcome uh, fear and death. Right. Uh, through Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Your will be done. That's so important. You know, we, we want to make sure that we are leaning into his will and not seeking our own will because our own will is not best. His will is. You know, it may be said that, you know, uh, does God need us to do his will? No. I mean, he doesn't really need us. He's not dependent on us. We're dependent on him. Right. But he wants us to do mm-hmm. his will mm-hmm. for because he wants us to be a part of his plan for his glory. And he will often utilize us to carry out that plan, even though we're little peons. <laughs> he will still use us to do that. You know, we have to be willing to say, you know, do your will, not my will, but your will be done. And that can be hard. You know, when my dad was dying of cancer. Yeah. He was not a uh, very, I mean, he was. I mean, he, he he was a kind of a baby Christian. Where well, he was, he was. Yeah. He never prayed out loud. Right. Until he's on his deathbed, he said, yeah. "Lord, not my will, but Your will be done." And that was powerful. And that was power. It stuck with me. I know. I know. Um, it was very powerful. And isn't that what Jesus prayed? Yes, it is. It and is. So we too must pray that in our life and we we have to get of my will be done god my will me being in control me myself and i the unholy trinity (laughs) and we have to be willing to say god change me so i don't so i don't understand or accept your will but to accept it nevertheless yes yep um you know, uh, anything you want to add there? No, I, this is powerful. Uh, and I think so many times people take the Lord's Prayer and they just recite it and don't think about the words. It just becomes a repetition, a ritual. And I think that we really need to think through this more often and think about what do the words really mean? What am I saying? Because mm-hmm. we don't want to just be saying it rote. We want to be saying it as if we mean it and, and we understand it. And then he says, give us our daily bread. Now, yeah. some people, early theologians, allegorize this. Oh, how so? They're saying this is talking about the word. Uh, this is talking about Jesus's body. The Catholic Church the, would say things like that. Hmm. Uh, but really, I don't think so here. I think this is talking about food. You're asking for your needs to be met. We don't think this way. We're we're Americans. We're wealthy. Right. We're affluent. Yeah. And we don't, you know, the poorest here are rich in, in ten, compared true. to other countries. That is true. And you've seen that because you've I've been to it. some very poor countries. Yes. Um, yeah. We, t- we, we don't realize how much we have. But in early Israel's time, mm-hmm. uh, and even today, <clears throat> People live day to day on how to, on on feeding their family. Yes. And so what the Lord's saying here is, you know, ask. Right. And he will provide. Yes. Those needs. Yes. uh, Such as food Mm -hmm. and other things. Correct. So forgive our debts or our sins as we forgive our debtors. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? 
We have to be willing to forgive others because God has forgiven us so much. And so therefore we have to forgive others as well. Um, and, and there's a really good parable where, uh, like the landowner, uh, you know, takes away this man's just huge monumental debt and said, okay, you know, go in peace. And then that guy goes and throws somebody in jail that just maybe owes him about a hundred dollars or so. And so we have to be, we can't be like that. We have to be willing to, um, forgive others just like Christ forgives us. And that can be difficult. That can be very difficult. But we, I mean, think about what he did for us and and how he gave his own son for us. In John, it talks about, you know, forgive others or less you won't for, be forgiven. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't mean you don't, you're not saved. I no. believe it's taken away your joy of salvation. Yeah. Because when we don't forgive, we create bitterness and we create opportunity for the devil to create the vision mm-hmm. and really take us away from focusing on Christ. We're only harming ourselves when we don't forgive because that does lead to bitterness. And the bitterness can put a wall up between us and God, not one that he puts up, but one that we're putting up. And then it says, lead us not into temptation. Mm. Now, some people are saying, what is this mean? Because it <laughs> says in James. Yeah. Uh, that uh, don't say James one thirteen, don't say God tempts us because He neither tempts or is tempted. He tests us. Yeah, I think that's exactly what's saying here. The same word for tempt is t- is tested. Mm-hmm. And so basically, there's a couple interpretations. Number one, I kind of take this one: don't pray for testing because <laughs> we don't know what we're asking for. Yeah, let's uh, you know if you pray for patience. <laughs> Right. <laughs> don't pray for patience. Don't pray for testing. Because if you do, <laughs> you are open. We can turn up. it into temptation. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. That's very true. I think another thing is lead us not in temptation. That word for lead in Greek mm-hmm. is more don't let us be swayed. Right. Uh, it says in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10 13, uh, God has promised to keep us from any temptation that is greater mm-hmm. than we can handle. True. And so he always provides a way out. Yes, he does. And so this is saying, God, don't allow us to be swayed. Right. And God's not doing that, but we're praying for help not to be put in that situation. Yes. And that's what that means. Yes. Yeah. Um, This is good stuff. It is good stuff. I think when we're in temptation, though, uh, lead us not temptation, we should never boast in our strength, in our own strength. No. That's a, because that creates pride. Oh, yes. I've conquered that sin. Well, guess what's going to happen? You're <laughs> going to fall into that sin. Yeah. Be tempted in that sin. We can't ever say we've gotten to the place where we're not going to sin or we're not going to be tempted because that doesn't happen. It's not going to happen here on earth. Never desire trials. Right. Um, you know, there's some monks out there and some in China or wherever that are really desire trials. They will even make things uncomfortable so that they feel closer to God. Mm-hmm. God says, don't do that. Right. Uh, don't, don't lead yourself in temptation. Don't be swayed. Uh, never go in temptation. You know, if you struggle with alcohol and you're, you've been saved and f- you feel free, don't go into the bar. Right. Bragging about it. Number one, you're going to make other people stumble. Yes. Number two, you're probably going to stumble too. Right. And then never lead others into temptation. Right. Um, yeah. And the last one is, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever, which I believe is proper, needs to be there. Yeah. 
Um, I know the King James, the New King James, and there's some other versions that keeps it keeps it there. Uh, I think it should be because it's it's proper. Right. This is talking about his kingdom, his millennial reign, Jesus right. being king on earth right. from Jerusalem, and we'll be reigning with him. Yes. Um, and glory for him forever and ever. Amen. And all the nations of the world will come, and we they will worship at his throne mm. in, in Jerusalem. And I like how the, the Lord's Prayer starts off honoring God, and it ends honoring God. You're really pointing to who he is at the beginning and the end, and of course in the middle, but I just really like how it starts out and ends that way. And so this prayer is a great model prayer. Mm-hmm. That should be really uh, a good way of testing and, and ch- giving ourselves a checkup. Yeah. On where we are, God. Very true. And definitely we can pray in that way to make us closer. Mm-hmm. And once again, I think it's a way that God can really honestly take our mess, turn into a message for his glory for our good. Absolutely. Well, hope everybody has enjoyed the study of the Lord's Prayer, and we hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.